It's four in the morning, the end of December, and I'm writing you now just to see if you're better. New York is cold, but I like where I'm living. There's music on Clinton Street all through the evening. I hear that you're building your little house deep in the desert. You're living for nothing now. I hope you're keeping some kind of record. Yes, and Jane came by with a lock of your hair. She said that you gave it to her, that night that you planned to go clear. Did you ever go clear? Uh, the last time we saw you, you looked so much older. Your famous blue raincoat was torn at the shoulder. You'd been to the station to meet every train, and when you came home without little Marlene. And you treated my woman to a flake of your life, and when she came back, she was nobody's wife. Well, I see you there with the rose in your teeth, one more thin gypsy thief. Well, I see Jean's awake. She sends her regards. And what can I tell you, my brother, my killer? What can I possibly say? I guess that I miss you. I guess I forgive you. I'm glad you stood in my way. And if you ever come by here, for Jean or for me, your enemy is sleeping and his woman is free. Yes, and thanks for the trouble you took from her eyes. And I thought it was there for good, so I never tried. And Jane came by with a lock of your hair. She said that you gave it to her that night that you planned to go clear. Sincerely, L. Cohen. Um, so that is Famous Blue Raincoat, Leonard Cohen. Um... Boy, that one hurts. Um, I'm tearing up right now. I can't express to you enough how much Leonard Cohen has meant to me in my life. Uh, I don't know how to do this show right now. I always sound like distraught. I'm not. I'm not that bad. I'm, it's somewhat. I'm. I'm finding it comical how much a man I never met uh, before uh, is passing. Kind of stabbed me right in the uh, right in the feeling place. But Jesus. Uh, I was trying to think of just anecdotes or some kind of thing to say, and I think I'm probably just going to play some Leonard Cohen music in place of an episode, because, boy, that hurts. I I mean, the only thing I think, so I went to, I went to college, um, when I went to college, I majored in, in writing, I studied in poetry, and I remember... I was sitting in a grad class that I was um, I was sitting in on in place of um, something else. I don't know. I just ended up having to go to grad classes. I think it was to get out of writing a paper or something. So anyway, I was in this graduate poetry program, and um, the teacher asked, you know, name some of our favorite poets, and I said Leonard Cohen. And um, he he was like, well, no, he's more famous for knowing song, you know, for writing songs and, than poetry. And I remember how furious I was at that moment. I didn't say anything because he was, you know the professor of the class, but I was just like, oh, you fucking asshole. Leonard Cohen was a fucking genius poet. And not just, and I'm not one of those people that's trying to do like the, um, do one of the, you know, songs or lyrics. I, I'm a pretty, uh, songs or lyrics, songs, sorry, I'm, I'm fucked up. Uh, songs or poems. Like, I, I don't disagree with that statement, but, um, the, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of keeping the things separate, you know, uh, saying that poems are one things and uh, one thing and, and um, 
song lyrics are others, but uh, Leonard wrote a you know it's proper poetry. I, you know, he, he was a poet before he was a singer-songwriter. At least I think I got that um, that order right. And I and I, oh, I feel like an asshole calling him Leonard, but um, oh Christ! So famous blue raincoat. Um, I think I've played it on on this show before uh, during the. Uh, I used to do music episodes every now and again, and uh, um, sorry, this is, this is going to be a lot of umming. And if you're here for a funny episode, just don't listen to this one. I, I'm going to talk about Leonard Cohen for a bit, and then I'm just going to play some Leonard Cohen songs. And I'm not even sure if I'm going to talk in between them because. So, yeah, I played it on a previous episode where I was just playing. I think I did. I don't even know if I ever did the episode, but I, I was going to do, and maybe did an episode of just the songs that depress me. And Famous Blue Raincoat's one of them probably the king of them um and it's funny how those like things can change over the years so like um right now thinking about famous raincoat it's actually kind of a i mean it's certainly melancholic um but it's kind of a happy memory almost like i, I so i associate famous raincoat with uh, this girl i was dating for two seconds it was a drop in the bucket but somebody I really cared for and it just didn't work out and i was just kind of heartbroken and I probably told this story last time, but going to the bar I used to hang out at and uh, and having that play on the jukebox and just kind of, I don't know, marinating in, in, in depression or whatever you want to call it, being heart sick. But I think of it almost fondly now. I just, um, being, you know, an older man at this time, I'm older, I'm fucking 36, but like being, you know, remembering being, I don't know, 18 through 24, uh, driving around you know, in New Jersey nights, smoking cigarettes and listening to Leonard Cohen and just feeling shitty. And it sounds like that's a negative thing, but you know, when you're, when you're someone that has, you know, pretty severe depressive, depressive issues, uh, finding something that can speak to you when you're, when you're in a dark spot is incredibly fucking important. Um, Especially when you don't have like, you know, like that social group that can help or a therapist or whatever. So finding, finding a, you know, finding someone's voice like that. So, uh, um, I remember, so I was reading, I read a bunch of his, his poetry and really got into his music. And it's not even like I'm a, you know, I'm not a giant Leonard Cohen fan as much as I'm kind of freaking the fuck out that he's dead. Um, I really love a few albums, uh, from like the seventies and then you know, some of his later stuff is, is quite good, but it's just, it's the stuff that I like is so profoundly ingrained with kind of the, the narrative of my life that it's, it's so, so terrifically difficult to try to even, I don't even know like how, I don't know that I, I, this person, if, if I didn't listen to the letter Cohen, no, that's probably an insult to him because this person's kind of shit, but whatever. The point is, uh, I'm rambling, but, uh, yeah, I just, I remember driving around a lot, listening to that, and just kind of, you know, feeling better is not even, like, the right idea. Just feeling like there somebody else understood the same things that I was going through. And he went and became essentially a Buddhist monk in his later life, and I was always interested in Buddhism. Still am, in 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 point of fact and that you know the kind of spiritual aspect of things really makes sense and just there's something that just again i'm just rambling but there's you know it's hard to it's hard to put your finger on but when someone just 
speaks to you in like a perfect language, you know, when the, when the words are just exactly the ones that you need to hear or the words that, that they're the words that you, um, you know, those are the exact words that you can understand at that moment. You know, he's like, um, it's like having, having a great teacher, you know, you can have the same, the same coursework given by a bunch of different people, but sometimes a great teacher can just kind of know exactly how to say the thing to have it sink in. And that's, that's the way his lyrics worked for me. All of his writing worked for me that it, that he just, he chose the exact right word and it wasn't some overcomplicated, you know, doing, doing grammatical backflips. You know, that wasn't his writing. It was, it was, um, you know, right, pure, right, simple, right, beautiful, that kind of thing. And God damn it, fucking, he was good. And, uh, well, he's dead, which is a sad, sad thing. But he's 82. Um, well, my, I was reading a, uh, in my, in my doldrum of just reading about Leonard Cohen for, for a minute. Um, I was reading this, this thing about how he, uh, when he turned 80, he started smoking again because, you know, why not? Fuck it. And, He's just talking about that he did quit like 30 years before and how every day that was one of the consistent thoughts of his of his life was uh, was thinking about smoking that cigarette. And boy, do I understand that. But I just thought that was kind of sweet. This, I don't know, this old Buddhist monk, songwriter, poet. All he wants is a all he wants is to have a cigarette. That's pretty great. But yeah, whatever. Um. Yeah, maybe this was the time he escapes the wheel and goes off into Nirvana Neverland of whatever he was going to do. Or, you know, frankly, if you're someone that's planning on having kids, just, man, you should start fucking bright now because you might be able to get a reincarnated Leonard Cohen up in that thing. So, or, if, you know, if any ladies out there want me to impregnate them, I'm on it. <laughs> let's do this. Let's let's have little Leonard Cohen babies because, boy, that's a, that's a loss of the universe. And look, let's face it. If this didn't happen this week, I probably wouldn't be nearly as emotionally uh, affected by it. Um, this is uh, um, for, I mean, everybody knows, but just to, if you're not listening at the time, this is this is the first episode after uh, the country I live in, the United States of America, uh, has, 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 has voted for, for President Donald, Donald Trump, which is a really... That's a difficult thing to say out loud. And so, you know, nerves are a little raw. So maybe, maybe, uh, some other week I wouldn't have been so, so affected by the death of an 82 year old, uh, smoker, <laughs> songwriter. No, that's bullshit. Fucking Leonard's my boy. He could have lived at like 110. I'd still be sad by him leaving. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, bad week for America. Uh, bad week for Canada. I'm pretty sure Leonard Cohen was Canadian. So, yeah, I don't know. Not entirely. Yeah. So I think, in lieu of 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 doing a podcast episode tonight, I I think I think I'm just gonna play. Um, I don't know, just a few Leonard Cohen songs for you to listen to. And you know what? I'm not even gonna come back. So, um, this is it's a uh, um, yeah, 
maybe, yeah, I'll say goodbye after the songs are over. But yeah, so here's some, uh, here's some Leonard Cohen music. And, uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll say goodbye at, at the end. Suzanne takes you down to her place near the river. You can hear the boats go by. You can spend the night beside her. And you know that she's half crazy. But that's why you wanna be there. And she feeds you tea and oranges that come all the way from China. And just when you mean to tell her that you have no love to give her, then she gets you her wavelength and she lets the river answer that you've always been her lover and you want to travel with her and you want to travel blind and you know that she will trust you for you've touched her perfect body with your mind Jesus was a sailor when he walked upon the water and he spent a long time watching from his lonely wooden tower and when he knew for certain only drowning men could see him he said all men will be sailors then until the sea shall free them but he himself was broken long before the sky would open forsaken almost human he sank beneath your wisdom like a stone and you want to travel with him and you want to travel blind and trust him for he's touched your perfect body with his mind now Suzanne takes your hand and she leads you to the river she is wearing rags and feathers from Salvation Army counters and the sun pours down like honey our Lady of the Harbor And she shows you where to look Among the garbage and the flowers There are heroes in the seaweed There are children in the morning They are leaning out for love And they will lean that way forever While Suzanne holds the mirror travel with her and you want to travel blind and you know you can trust her for she's touched your perfect body with her mind There's ten pretty women 
shoulder where death comes to cry There's a lobby with 900 windows There's a tree where the doves go to die There's a piece that was torn from the morning And it hangs in the gallery of frost This waltz, take this waltz, take this waltz with the clamp on its jaws. Oh, I want you, I want you, I want you on a chair with a dead magazine in the cave at the tip of the lily. In some hallway where love's never been On our bed where the moon has been sweating In a cry filled with footsteps and sand I, 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 I Take this waltz, take this waltz Take its broken waist in your hand This waltz, this waltz, this waltz, this waltz With its very own breath of brandy and death Dragging its tail in the sea There's a concert hall in Vienna Where your mouth had a thousand reviews There's a bar Where the boys have stopped talking They've been sentenced to death by the blues Ah, but who is it climbs to your picture With a garland of freshly cut tears I, 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 I Take this waltz, take this waltz Take this waltz, it's been dying for years There's an attic where children are playing Where I've got to lie down with you soon In a dream of Hungarian lanterns In the midst of some sweet afternoon And I'll see what you've chained to your sorrow All your sheep and your lilies of snow I, 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 I Take this waltz, take this waltz With its I'll never forget you, you know This waltz, this waltz, this waltz, this waltz With its very own breath of brandy and death Dragging its tail in the sea And I'll dance with you in Vienna I'll be wearing a river 
skies The hyacinth wild on my shoulder My mouth on the dew of your thighs And I'll bury my soul in a scrapbook With the photographs there and the moths And I'll yield to the flood of your beauty Cheap violin and my cross, and you'll carry me down on your dancing to the pools that you lift on your wrists. Oh, my love, oh, my love, take this waltz, take this waltz. It's yours now, it's all that there is. Cruz 
crucifix As we went kneeling through the dark For so long, Marianne And we began to laugh And cry It's four in the morning, the end of December I'm writing you now just to see if you're better 
New York is cold, but I like where I'm living. There's music on Clinton Street all through the evening. I hear that you're building your little house deep in the desert. You're living for nothing now. I hope you're keeping some kind of record. Yes, and Jane came by with a lock of your hair. She said that you gave it to her that night that you planned to go clear. Did you ever go clear? Oh, the last time we saw you, you looked so much older. Your famous blue raincoat was torn at the shoulder. You'd been to the station to meet every train, and you came home without Lily. And you treated my woman to a flake of your life, and when she came back, she was nobody's wife. Well, I see you there with a rose in your. One more thin gypsy thief. Well, I see James away. She sends her regard. Possibly say, I guess that I miss you. I guess I forgive you. I'm glad you stood in my way. If you ever come by here for Jane or for me, will your enemy? Sleeping, and his woman is free. Yes, thank for the trouble you took from her eyes. I thought it was there for good, so I never tried.
That night that you planned to go clear Sincerely, El Cohen So here is, I don't know, <clears throat> it was, I got on a sidetrack and was reading about Buddhist death practices and, um, <clears throat> I don't know, just whatever, I'm rambling. I, I, you know, my, my thing is some weird hybrid of Buddhism and uh, Hinduism and, I mean, it's not all that weird. I mean, <laughs> shut up, Alex. The point is, here's something I stumbled on. So this is one of the old Zen masters, Kozen. Uh, Zen legend has it that a few days before his death, Kozen called his pupils together, ordered them to bury him without ceremony when he died. One morning, after writing this poem, he lay down his brush and died while sitting upright. And there's the, his last poem. Empty-handed, I enter the world. Barefoot, I leave it. My coming, my going. Two simple happenings that got entangled. So, there's that. Uh... Yeah, the world is a poor place without that man. So, you know, as much as you get mocked for saying the the phrases that are tattooed on the arms of every girl that thinks she's a yogi after one year of going to the gym, but uh, you know, Omani Padme Om and Namaste. <laughs> 